Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Previously on A New Winter. There's evidence. Lots of evidence. He's had someone down there, we think. It's a dungeon. This is episode 8 of A New Winter. I began to catch my breath. I remembered Father Reynolds looking at me once I escaped the church. But where had he gone? Where would he have run off to? I felt like my chest was going to burst. I'd been sitting drinking tea with the man just a little while ago. Had he had a trap down there the whole time? Both of those girls? Go home, Graham said to me. See your mum. She'll be worried. Let's see what we can find here, eh? I was given a ride back to my mum's. She greeted me with tears and open arms, glad that I was okay. Then, poor Father Reynolds, she suddenly came out with. His poor church, I hope he's okay. Mum, I said, Father Reynolds is the one who did it. He just tried to kill me. Mum suddenly had a look of disdain. Don't be silly, she was saying. Father Reynolds is lovely. He'd never hurt a bloody fly. What have you got against him? He didn't burn down the bloody church now, did you? After some gentle protesting, I let her run away with the fantasy that Father Reynolds was some kind of martyr. I didn't have the energy, nor the time, to fight with her. I had to rest up, because tonight, 
I was going to break into his house and find that underground chamber. I needed to know what was in there. I fell to sleep, anxious about what lay ahead, but so tired after the day's events. I set an alarm and woke up at 7pm. The nights were getting earlier and earlier. It was pitch black now. I got up and got myself something to eat. Mum had left a plate out while she was away. As I ate, I planned what I'd do. I just needed something to give me a clue as to where he'd gone next. I didn't want any DNA. I didn't want any evidence or anything like that. I was there for information. There had to be something that would indicate where he'd gone. Also, and I hated to admit this, I wanted to see this room for myself. I went up to my room and grabbed a flashlight. I picked up some other bits and bobs that I thought could maybe be used to pick a lock. I also picked up a knife, just in case I ran into someone or something. And I was ready. Now, I just had to wait a couple of hours until midnight. I remember trying to read a book, but my mind was racing. I got out some cigarettes I'd been hiding and opened my window, blowing smoke into the night air. I watched the clock creep slowly to midnight and then grabbed my things. I made sure to wear dark clothing and a thick scarf that would cover my face, which wasn't unusual for this climate, and I ventured into the night. I tried to take the side streets as much as possible just to keep out of sight. And there, I could still see the remains of the church poking into the sky, and as I turned a corner, I could see beside it Father Reynolds' house. The whole place had been completely taped up like something from a movie. I looked at the house. It was deathly quiet completely dark. I wondered whether it was under surveillance. And then I realised the trap door. That would be a much more stealthy way inside. I creeped open the door at the side of the church, the very one that I'd gone through mere hours earlier. But now it had been kicked open, obviously by the fireman. And I stared, deep inside. Everything was charred black, and the smell was terrible. Fortunately, the cold air seemed to make it slightly more bearable. I approached the trap door and saw it had been flung backwards. That terrifying noise was still banging away in my head and for a second I pictured it as if it was some kind of evil that had been unleashed into the world that could be watching me this very minute in this cold, dark, burnt-out church. My subconscious was just trying to push me to go over and shut the trap door and just go back home, pretending like I'd trapped it in again, whatever it may be. I looked inside and I flashed my torch. There were stairs, small staircase. It seemed to lead into a corridor or something like that. I walked down and looked around. And yes, it was a small stone corridor. Only big enough really for one person to walk through. I shuddered as I wondered who or what was making that noise at this very position only hours ago. I continued further and then the corridor opened out to a room. But this wasn't a room. There were chains, buckets, strange X-shaped crosses with chains attached, a sofa, a mattress lying on the floor, a few plastic boxes with whips and paddles and other strange paraphernalia. As I looked around, I could clearly see this was some kind of sex dungeon and, by the looks of it, an old worn one. There was a smell of sweat that hung off the walls and in the corner... A tripod. No camera or anything. And if there was, I imagine it had been taken for evidence. But the place did look slightly empty, and I wondered what had actually been taken. How much worse it could have been 
and what was actually here when they came. It was then that I saw a pattern on the floor that had been cornered off. I looked closer. I knew what it must have been already. It was blood. Not a lot, but enough to worry. I tried not to touch anything. But I just wanted to see if there was any clues, just anything that might help. But then the darkness started to scare me. I started thinking of all the things that probably happened here. I rushed through all the boxes and anything that was laying around just to speed things up. I suddenly felt the walls closing in and the small corridors just didn't help. It was literally like I was trapped in the heart of this beast. I needed to find something, anything, but all there was was small lamps scattered about. I looked under the mattress but there was nothing there either. I just didn't want to be there anymore and I needed to get out, now. But then I heard a noise. It was coming from the corridor opposite to where I came in. It was footsteps. Then, all of a sudden, there was a small beam of light. Someone was coming. Someone was coming from Father Reynolds' house. And there was nowhere for me to hide. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. For more info, including how you can support the show, please visit anewwinter.com. Music today was by Kevin MacLeod, Purple Planet Music and We Talk of Dreams. Thank you for listening to A New Winter. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.